$200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES Podcast with your host, Soulblazer. Hello folks, this is episode number 183 of the Super NES Podcast. Uh, joined by always by Joe, this is Brad. Hello! And we are coming at you this time with a flag of a game that Joe wanted us to cover. Um, I'm not sure where he even heard about this game from, much less the much less the inspiration behind it. Uh, we're going to find out here in, in just a moment. But uh, Joe again is reaching deep into the Japanese catalog <laughs> of Super NES games uh, and bringing to the table a kind of a really, at least for us Westerners, uh, obscure uh, like obscure entry. Uh, what game did you want us to cover this time, Joe? Uh, I just gotta say, uh, this is absolutely obscure. Unless you are really <laughs> big into anime, this is really obscure. Um, the game is Cyborg 009. So, having just said that, how did you find out about this game? So, this is one of those where Joe's up late at night before he had a corporate job. And uh, <laughs> had could not get to sleep and ended up on YouTube and found a video that said hey these are really good super famicom games that never came over to the u.s that you should check out and lo and behold i was like hey that's a good idea because you know at four o'clock in the morning when you're not sleeping and you're watching the video you uh break out the emulator and you check out the game when they suggest it so this was one of those 4 a.m gaming sessions that uh you know, it, it took me a good hour to get through a good portion of the game, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting one for sure. And I thought you'd have fun with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at least the game itself is interesting. Um, I guess so. Uh, uh, like we'll get into gameplay here in a bit, but the game itself is interesting to talk about because it's like um, this is based upon a very popular. Well, I mean, moderately popular. It's hard to really gauge popularity for anything in Japan as far as like as far as like anime and Magna goes because I think that, everything's popular um, there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so like Cyborg Zero Zero Nine is not currently in production, but there was some stuff done on it fairly recently. So it's like one of those things that may come back at some point again. But I think that um, it looks like it looks like based on my research, the my research, of, it, 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 um, it, um, it looks like it looks like based on my research of this that it was moderately popular when it came out, but it has. Been, but I think the main reason for that is because this has the benefit of coming out relatively early. Yeah. This, um, so, you know, this right. came, I don't know if it's the manga or if it's the anime, but I saw a 1966 release yeah. date and I was yeah. just like, yeah. okay, why are they making a game 30 years after the fact? But then I saw that they've released stuff other than that. But anyways, yeah. Yes. So yeah. still, this is a, pro a project that dates back to basically the era of Astro Boy and Speed Racer. So that right. gives you an idea yeah. right there. Like your choices weren't many, <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably a reason like why it was like so popular. Right, right, uh, 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 right. So yeah, so 
Um, I did not, yeah, so I did not watch any of the anime or look at any of the Magna, uh, except, like, you know, like brief glances here and there, but just to compare it to mm-hmm. the video game, but, uh, yeah, so, um, so, I don't know if you have any, uh, uh, yes, I don't know if you watched any of the anime or, uh, like, reading the Magna stuff. So, I didn't but, read um, any of the mangas, um, it's very hard to find English translated mangas, um, for this particular They are series. available. They are available. That, but, yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. The other thing is, um, I found a couple episodes that were English dubbed on YouTube, and I was able to watch those, and I did those specifically to watch them, because one, I wanted to see how the characters were in relation to how they are in the game, and then also, um, I'll spoil it right here, but uh, I think the graphics in this game are amazing and it looks like an anime when you're playing it and i wanted to compare that to the actual anime and they actually line up pretty well right yeah same here so but uh okay yeah yeah so since i'm sure most of our listeners are not familiar with this at all i mean i wasn't before i started uh uh, playing the game and doing 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 research for the podcast we'll talk about the anime uh and the stuff that came before it a little bit here before the game the actual game uh as joe just mentioned this was originally like a manga, which came out. Oh yeah, um, uh, uh, which actually first came out. In, which actually first came out in, in 1964. Uh, and the original run ran. And the original run ran to 1981 with some like breaks here and there. So uh, it was created by a guy named uh, Shotaru uh, uh, Ishimori, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Who um, he, uh, uh, he was he was very well known in. Um, uh, like in the early Japanese uh, anime slash manga circles, because I was working on the Super Sentai series, like the Carmen Rider mm. series as well. So, um, but uh, so it was. Uh, 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 it was also it was also distributed a different way. It was serialized, so that you know, like many different magazines in Japan uh, actually would like you know publish it like as it came out. So it wasn't like you know, even though there was a company behind a comp- company making it. <clears throat> The actual company distributing it was different because it was like being serialized that way. So, um, it is originally a science fiction slash superhero uh, theme going on to it. So, uh, the overall the overall the overall idea of this uh, of it has not changed that much uh, th- that much uh, that much in later years uh, because uh, uh, after the so exactly the original Magna like ran its course. There was also like you know there was a uh, there was a there was like two anime uh, two anime films an anime television series like audio drama, um, another television series another another anime film so another anime television series so uh, another audio drama and uh, uh, like a new Magna and then some other stuff so yeah so but on and on and on like it went there was a lot of stuff I made for it so. Um, the, the, the basic premise, like I just said, uh, uh, behind the that the, uh, behind this has not really changed that much over the years. So, basically, the plot is that nine people from around the world are kidnapped by an evil terrorist, terrorist organization, uh, which is known as the Black, so the Black Ghost, um, and they're and they're forced into go experiments uh, with the idea of producing them, uh, basically turning them like like uh, cyborg weapons. Uh, to advance their goals about the advance their goals about you know achieving like next world war you know profit um, you know making profit off of this you know blah 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 yeah you know, you've heard this <laughs> you've heard this yeah. before so um, but uh, one of the one of the scientists with the group however uh, has a conscience and he decides to help the cyborgs rebel against them 
Uh, so the nine cyborgs, who were then renamed as basically 001 to 009, team up together. They they stopped, um, you know, they shot the Black Ghost, uh, letting them go in to fight like, a variety of threats. So that's your basic plot line, like in a summary, like right there. So, so when I uh, uh, read the, the brief plot sum- summary of what the anime and manga were about, I kind of laughed because I automatically thought of Mega Man, where you have... Well, there's reasons for that. We'll get into oh, that. okay. You know, like in a bit, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, like I said before, uh, over the years, a lot of, like, you know, graphic novels, anime, films have come out for this. Um, the most the most recent thing that came out in the series uh, was back in a... Um, uh, I was back, like, in a, like, um, uh, uh, so it was back in 2015, so... Uh, like I said before, it's not currently in production, but they have done things uh, for it every now and then. It's one of those series, like, it's one of those series, they like put to bed for a while, then they like bring it back to life. They produce like a, a short-lived, a short-lived series or a movie or whatever, then or whatever that, or whatever. Uh, you know, then it goes, um, you know, then it goes like, you know, it goes back to rest yeah. again. So, um, the current rights uh, for the franchise are, are now uh, for the franchise are. are, are but they now have a company called, um, I have a company called Cosmology, which is a uh, a cloud-based digital, a cloud-based digital service uh, service of comics, which is actually like on my Amazon. Mm. So uh, they have the rights, like the franchise. Um, most of most of this most of this has been most of this has been released in English, as Joe mentioned. As Joe mentioned, some of the stuff may be out of print and hard to find these yeah. days. Um, but the original Magna was all released like in English. Um, uh, eventually, most of the films and anime series have also been released in English, at least like they're subbed or dubbed in some in some format. So, um, you know, obviously, obviously the franchise has a uh, the franchise has enough the franchise has enough a fan base to keep it popular enough to, to, to warrant that, and also um, you know also the point where they keep like bringing it back out for uh, production mm-hmm. every now and then. But you know, like I said, I think it's because of how old it is. You know, um, you know, really explains a large part of its like popularity like over yeah. the years. So. Um, and of course, you know, like any kind of like successful series, there were video games uh, uh, made for, uh, like based off the, uh, based off that uh, too, like as a result. Uh, there were three games made all together. This one here, the Super NES game, is the first game that came out based upon the, fran- uh, based upon the, the franchise. We'll touch briefly like on the other two games that are on as well. So, the Super NES game was developed by a company called uh, Ishimori Productions. Uh, which is the company which is behind the actual, um, you know, the actual, um, you know, which was actually Ishimori's himself, his production company that was, that, that was actually responsible like for uh, design, you know, design the work. So um, the game was published by a company called um, the game was published by a company called Beck, uh, BEC. They're still around today. Uh, they've been in business since 1991. It looks like most of their games have stayed um, have stayed in. Uh, so most of our games have stayed in uh, Japan, but a few of their games have come over to the West. They mostly have done over the years uh, a lot of like anime slash magna games. Uh, they did uh, Ultraman games, uh, Slayers, Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, what else here? Uh, Digimon. A lot, a lot, uh, you know, a lot of Digimon games. Uh, Neo Genesis. Uh, uh, sorry, Neon Genesis. Um, oh, how do you say that? Evangelion. Like, Genesis, like. Uh, yeah. Yes, thank you. So, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, etc., <laughs> uh, etc. Et so yeah, a lot of those games. So that that so yeah, that's been their bread and butter like over the years. 
But curiously enough, they have also made like a fishing game, and also like they also, um, you know, they also released um, they also released a, a Darius game. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so weird entries in the catalog, which is like mostly like anime based, but um, yeah, but they're still a pretty big Japanese publisher. So anyway, uh, the game itself is a typical, uh, you know, a typical, typical, typical side-scrolling platformer like the time period. Um, five stages. We'll talk about the gameplay here, like real quickly here. So, um, the basic idea of the game, the basic idea of the game, like you get to, like you get to pick uh, uh, three out of eight of the characters to play with. Not for stage one. For some reason, for stage one, they don't let you do that. Um, and then, like you know, uh, and then also, also, and also, and also for some for some gameplay reason, they decided to have uh, Cyborg 001 not actually not actually a character to play as. Instead, like instead of part of the game explains, he's been turned to a baby. <laughs> So, uh, which is like very weird. Well, he so. is he is a baby, and he's even a baby in the yeah. uh, manga. Um, but like, he's just he's got telekinesis powers. Like, it's, you could technically break the game with telekinesis powers. So that's kind of like I feel like they put him on the sideline and made him as like the the mission guy, just for so mm-hmm. they could have him in the game. But he's unplayable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's a good point. I mean, like, you know, like, it would have been fun to find some way of using him in the game, but I guess I understand, like, what's, uh, I know what it actually uh, makes it yeah. out. So, um, so, yeah, so each of the characters has their own weapons and abilities. Uh, the title screen, I'm sorry, the actual gameplay itself is, like, very simple. You can, it's simple, you can change between the three characters on a whim. Uh, there's also, there's also, an, there's also an HP gauge, which shows your hit points, and an SP gauge, which shows your powers. Um, you know, as you use special abilities, uh, that gauge goes down. Certain power-ups in the game will, like, bring it back up again. Uh, there's a boss fight at the every stage. Um, you have an intro screen, uh, a, mission, a mission briefing screen at the start to the start of each stage, which gives you your mission briefing. There's also the, um, uh, there's also... Uh, there's also there's also there's also a mission end screen with three characters to, the three characters talking to one another like with the mm-hmm. plot. Uh, you can't play this game uh, as it is just fine, even though it is Japanese. The actual gameplay itself is in English. The front. Uh, uh, I mean, what I mean. So what I mean by that is it, like the title screen, the options screen. Uh, it, like, it's all mm-hmm. in English, so you can figure. Out, uh, um, you, you know, so you can actually like figure out how to play the game. The only thing in Japanese is like the actual like story. So if you don't care about the story, that's fine. But if you do want to actually see what's going on in this game, somebody has actually translated uh, the game and released and released an English patch of this game available. Like if it was a ROM, uh, uh, like a ROM patch as well as well too. So if you want to actually like play the game with the story and find out what's going on with it, you can do that as well. You're not really missing that much. <laughs> um, it's typical, um, it's typical um, um, crazy, like you know, like really. Uh, weird Japanese anime style storyline going on here, but so uh, the five stages, the five stages that you get to play in um, are Japan, of course, uh, um, uh, Greece, uh, England, Germany, and the Arctic Ocean. Uh, not in that order, just the uh, order, just those, uh, just the you know, just the five stages. So, um, so yeah. So now that I've actually talked about, uh, I talked about setup and actually like. Um, um, and actually, like you know, got the actual gameplay itself going. Uh, Joe, give us your impressions of the game when you actually sat down and sat down and play it. So my initial thoughts playing this game um, when I saw it uh, before I even put my hands on a controller, um, I thought this was a lot 
looked a lot like something like uh, Treasures Gunstar Heroes. And instead of, you know, swapping... Because, uh, you know, they all... They look different, but they, you know... We're talking 3 o'clock in the morning when I saw this video. They all look the same to me. Um, so what I was thinking was weapons were being swapped, kind of like Gunstar Heroes. So that's what I was expecting kind of going into this. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> um, going in and actually playing it, my initial thoughts was it reminded me of Lost Vikings. Which... Okay, I can see You know, sure. you have your three companions... And in the first level, you're kind of screwed. You got, you have three, but you're you're stuck with 009. Like you have yes. to have 009, yeah, exactly. and then you can choose two others. Um, but here's the thing: so you have eight other, well, seven other that you can choose from on that first level. That's multiple possibilities, right? Well, right. to really beat the level, there's a certain combination of people that you have to have. So there's a lot of trial and error. <laughs> um, it took me quite a bit to realize that um, I wanted basically, um, I think for the first level I picked 02 and 05, 005. Uh, 00, so quick rundown. So we discussed 001 has telekinesis powers and that's why he's not playable. Um, 002 has rocket feet implants, so therefore he can fly. Um, 003 has heightened senses, which in this game makes it so that she can see in the dark. I guess that that's how that translates. It works for me, whatever. Uh, 004 shoots bullets from his hands, missiles from his knees, and then he can also turn his arm into like a blade. Um, but in this game, he just shoots missiles. <laughs> uh, 005 has incredible strength which he also keeps in this but they make it short and sweet as he can break boulders um, 006 wasn't changed from the anime or manga he breathes fire that's what he does in this game uh, 007 is a shapeshifter um, he does the same thing here in this game he can shift into the enemy and uh, basically get by them without having to attack 008 <clears throat> is this is the one big problem I have with this game is so 008 can basically breathe underwater. That's that's his superpower if you want to call it that. He's Aquaman. Let's put it that way. Um, and that's what he's used for in this game is to get through the water parts. And when you get to those parts in this game, it feels forced. Like it makes no sense that there would be water there, but yet there's some water, and it's literally just to be able to use that character. And then uh, 009 is, has super speed, and he does the same thing in, in the game. He can move super fast. So, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like it, like I said, combinations, trial and error. Um, I probably spent like a good 15 minutes trying to get through the first level until I realized, oh, you know, I didn't choose 005, who's got strength. You know what I mean? To be able to break through the rock barrier that was in my way um so there is some benefit to at least knowing a little of the backstory um sure. and i mean even if you, you don't know any of the backstory it's still a great little game it's a running gun with some puzzling aspects 
Um, another game it kind of reminded me of was kind of Super Metroid, where okay. like you know there's certain areas that are blocked and you got to figure out how to get around them. Again, same thing as like you know Lost Vikings that sort of thing. Um, I did not like that all three characters that you control have one health bar. That yes. drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, what's the point in like having it, the ability to change characters? And what's even more of a bar? kick in the in the butt is you have three lives, three continues, that's it. No save yes. system, no passwords. You either beat it or you don't. <laughs> At least the option menu gives you the ability of like three different levels, so you can play the game. Like, right, the... and the and and the good thing also is they have those little EX icons that if you can find um, at the end of each yes. level, you can kind of level up your oh your double O's. So I mean that's a plus. Um, other than that, yes, yep. Jumping felt weird. Like I felt fine when I jump in the air, but I felt like I was a rock coming down, and doing wall jumps, which I accidentally discovered. Um, <laughs> uh, wall jumps are really frustrating because it's like as soon as you hit the wall, you know how like other games you can like hit the jump button and then push the direction? It's like you have to be right. precise and push the direction and the jump button at the same time or it doesn't register. That, that was yes. really yeah. infuriating. The other thing is, I don't know if it was just me it could have just been me, just throwing that out there. There's an asterisk. Um, it felt to me like the hitboxes were slightly off. Um, there was not a lot. There was a few times, though, where, like, I'm sitting there blasting my gun, and I swore I hit the enemy. But the enemy didn't die, and he still came at me. And he eventually died when he got close to me. But I swear he should have been dead before that. I noticed that also. Yeah, so... Uh, I yeah, so let me start by saying for the most part I agree with what you just said. Uh, I, um, I know uh, some characters they do some characters do seem to have like hitboxes that are off compared to okay. other people. I, I know that. Um, so I know yeah. that as well also. So I think it's like certain characters just for some for some reason the weapon they use it's like is it so not the same hitbox. Yeah. It, it makes sense it would be the same hitbox because they're right, different weapons. Right. But the way the game does it doesn't feel fair in some cases. I think is the fact right. that it's kind of right. it's like. Maybe they should have made the same hitbox regardless just to make the game like more gamey if that yeah, makes yeah. sense to make it kind of like more standardized. But but yeah, so uh but yeah, so yeah, so I mean oh, like and one more thing before um, you move over. The yeah, other sorry. thing is that um on top of the whole three lives, three continues, five levels to get through, these levels yeah. are huge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, say, th like, those three um, lives go quick. And so do those continues, just saying. <laughs> Especially if you choose the wrong double O's to go with you, right. and you don't have the right combination, you find out real quick, and it's like, you just want to hit the reset button. And it gets a little harder as you get further and further in the game, that's for sure. Yes. Yep, I agree with that as well, too. So, um, so let me start off by saying, like, I forget to... Like, so I've got to say this game was 1994. Uh, the first came out in Japan mm -hmm. in February 94. It's about like midter, like midter Super NES game. Um, the graphics, like the graphics, like you said, Joe, are, are, are beautiful looking. They, 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 uh, this game really does. It really does. It's not the best. It's, um, not, um, 
like it's not the best looking Super NES game, but for a game with time period, it looks very good. And like you know, from looking at the anime and the anime, the, the anime like mm. Magna, they did copy the look very well in this game. I thought it's like you know they really did, um, you know, it, it, like it really does look like something. It really does look very strong, inspired like by the yeah. source material. So it's like the characters, the characters, the characters, the characters look, like look faithful. Um, you know, the uh, the backgrounds are detailed. Uh, the back the backgrounds are they're detailed like very pretty. So. Uh, the stages are indeed huge, like I mentioned. Um, I do like, um, so I do like how most stages has a lot of vertical movement yes. as well too. Yeah. Um, you know, they're actually, um, so they actually, they actually feel like very big because you get the, because a lot of them you have, like, a lot of them you have, you have like, up and down movement uh, available mm-hmm. to you as well too. So, um, I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, so I have mixed feelings, uh, mixed feelings, think about being able to pick from, uh, you know, three big characters. <laughs> I like the fact there's a system in place to let you do that because this is very like ahead of its uh, um, ahead of its day yeah, with that yeah. I think you know I uh, I I really can't think of I really can't think of it, I, I, I can't think, can't think of too many other games uh, before this that they before this that you do that um, you know there were a few um, but but, uh, but most of those, but most of the games they were simply either like a super supercharged version of a, a supercharged version like of like a regular version right. of yourself right. so it's like um, so, and each character, and each character, like you said, does have different abilities and like uh, abilities, and you do need to have certain certain characters to get through certain areas, kind of like a big, uh, yeah, you know, kind of like, a, um, yeah, you know, you know, kind of like, um, so, so, so you mentioned Mega Man earlier, and uh, earlier, um, Mega Man did seem to be an inspiration for this game a, a lot, a, a lot, because not only, because not only, because not only is it a trial and error system to figure out which characters you need in what area, just like a Mega Man game. Um, the gameplay reminded me a lot of Mega Man game, to be yeah. honest. Like, you know, as a matter of fact, as, as a matter of fact, this game reminded me of, of a strong mix between Mega Man and Castlevania, mm-hmm. like how it played. So, um, you know, definitely, but definitely Mega Man inspired as far as the actual gameplay and like the mechanics used, mechanics used, like whatnot, which is which, which is not bad to copy off of because Mega Man is right. awesome. Um, we are going to be covering a Mega Man game here pretty soon, pretty soon in the podcast. So, uh, you know, hint, hint. But I'm um, also anyway. wondering, like. Was this anime because of the time frame and whatever else? I'm wondering if this anime might have been at least a slight inspiration for the whole Mega Man story. Well, this came out. Uh, well, the game came out after Mega Man games. I'm talking actual, about like the anime you know, though, because the anime and the manga yeah. would have been influencing the people who were creating the exactly, games at right. that time. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, when I started playing um, and noticing these things, that's when I'm sitting there going, like, okay, like they're slightly taking from Mega Man, but also, like, Mega Man might have taken from Cyborg 009 the property beforehand, <laughs> so it's kind of borrowing from yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't done, yeah, you know, I haven't done any research, uh, research, like, research like the Mega Man yet to right. see, but, you know, I would not be surprised if there was, I would not be surprised, surprised if there was at least some inspiration, like, from that, because, yes, yeah, so there definitely yeah. similarities. So, um, I do think that some, uh, so I do think some characters... Uh, uh, the, the the main problem I have with the the, the main problem I have with the uh, like the like the carrier switching system besides what you, um, you know, besides the, besides the problem that you mentioned earlier about the hitboxes and the and shared hit, hit you know and shared life gauge with like why right. do that um, certain characters are very overpowered yeah. compared to others you know for example you know for example uh, you uh, like for example double uh, seven because of a shape shifting ability is a must have throughout the entire game because uh, I just simply. I, I simply, I simply played him. I simply, simply played him and flew as much as possible to get through <laughs> stages. Like you know, um, you know, like, 
it's like the areas that I could, I'm just like, I, I'm, I, I, if the areas could, I'm just like, forget all this, just like, man, just that's the major off, tease like, right there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but the game that you do, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. it's like, you know, of course, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, if they wanted to encourage you to, to play the game more normally, they should have something to restrict yeah. to that. But, you know, you know, like I said, I'm happy I'm happy with the fact that the game allows you to pick characters and they are faithful to then they are faithful to their enemy counterparts, but um for right. the most part. The gameplay the gameplay is just not balanced well enough to well enough to properly yeah, reflect fair. that. So I mean like which of a game of this time period? I mean, I mean, maybe this is the best they could do because you know space limitations, space limitations, like whatnot. So uh, the the other games, the, the other games based on the anime, did uh, uh, get around that problem in different ways, which, which we'll talk about here like, later on. But you know, so it's like you know, but yeah, so like, and like you know, uh, you know, the the Arctic Ocean was just basically a stage created, as you said before, to force you to use a certain character. Right. So. Um, you know, which 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 again, I'm okay with. I just wish there was a more fluid way of fluid way of, of you doing that, like in the game. So, um, but yeah. So if you know what you're doing, the game itself is not that long. To, the game itself is not that long to get long to get through. It's a typical 45 minutes, 45 60 minute g- gameplay uh, to from start to finish. If you're a good player, know what you're doing. So, um, I do like the fact there. Um, I, um, I, I do like the fact that there are there are difficulty settings at least, and, uh, and, and you can also change it, and, and you can also change the controller layout mm-hmm. if you want to, which is nice. So, um, the boss fights are the boss fights are not that bad. Most of them, most of them are not. Uh, most of them are fairly easy once you're in the pattern. So, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, uh, except for the last boss fight, which is still a, a, a big challenge. It takes. You know, it takes a while to, to beat it to wear him down to, to beat him to win the game right. so i mean but it, I, I mean but it's a final boss fight so like yeah so yes yes yeah so you get what you expect but um the music in the game also by the way i think is very good like it's a very good soundtrack it's a very like it's a very um heavy soundtrack if that makes sense there's a lot of like you know like you know like heavy heavy bass instruments mm-hmm. used in the soundtrack to kind of give it you know like you know like you know to kind of she kind of subconsciously give you that whole like metal uh, feel to it, to it, which kind of matches the, the the theme of the games you're playing as cyborgs. So, uh, like it's a very good musical soundtrack, I thought. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. Um, that's one of the other similarities that I think it has to Super Metroid is that the music is fantastic. It sets the mood perfectly, um, and also, small little note: if you uh, start the first level and just kind of let the music play and not shoot or do anything and just let the music go it's actually playing the theme song to the cyborg anime which is pretty awesome yes yes a good point so and it but, sounds really good uh, like if you listen to both like side by side um because i had to because i was like how like this is really good and i wanted to see how faithful it was to the original and i was like wow i was surprised hmm yeah yep uh uh, yeah, that's an excellent point. So, um, so yeah, so like you know, overall, um, this is a pretty typical platformer game. Uh, um, you know, you're pretty typical. You're pretty good, typical platformer game of the time period. Uh, and most reviews of the game, uh, you know, like tend to agree with that. Like, I couldn't really find anything for reviews of the game when it came out originally, like in Japan, because uh, in Japan, like if I could read Japanese, of course, I'd be like, <laughs> help. But you know. 
the modern reviews of the, the modern reviews of the, like this game, um, you know, give it a pretty average grade of like you know six out of ten, seven out of ten, that kind of stuff. So like you know, you know, very typical. You know, you know, you're a very typical platformer. I mean, obviously, like it's obviously like you mentioned, if you're familiar with the anime, uh, like the Magna, you'll probably, uh, they'll probably enjoy, you'll probably enjoy the enjoy the game more because you know the characters, you like know the background, that kind of stuff. But, um, but if you just want to play like you know, uh, um, um, you know, but if you're just like a you know, like if you're a big platformer fan, you know, and or want to check out like a more obscure Japanese anime style game, uh, this is very good for that. Otherwise, there's nothing. Otherwise, does that really? Otherwise, otherwise, the game just kind of meh in many areas. But you know, even despite the you know, like, even despite the great graphics, uh, the great music, uh, you know, the innovative gameplay, the actual the actual mechanisms of making it work and how it executes kind of falls you kind of falls flat in mm. some areas. So it's like I really can't suggest this game to anybody unless you like you like you are. One of those, one of the people who either knows the source material, enjoys platformers, or wants to check out like a more secure Japanese game. I would not call this game a hidden gem, a, a hidden gem in the system, but because it, 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 to be, to be, you know, because there are much better platformers available for the system uh, than this. But having said that, they, the developers did at least did at least make a very faithful effort to try to, to, to try to, to try to copy the look and feel of the game. Sorry, of the, of the anime into the game, and for the most part, I, I for the most part, I thought they, I thought they did a very good yeah. job. Yeah, and you know what? I hundred percent agree with you. I am surprised at how well the uh, game came across um, without that much knowledge of the anime. Like with just basic knowledge, I could understand what was going on in the game, especially with the English patch. Um, but outside of that, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't recommend this. Um, was it fun? Yeah, it was okay. Um, once I understood everything that was going on, it was a lot more fun. Um, so mm-hmm. in that sense, I can suggest it, you know, once, if you play it a little, a little bit and you like it and you enjoy it, then yes, please go back to it. Cause I think you'll enjoy it. But, um, if your idea is to just kind of test it out and see where where you are on it you know emulate it i'm sure greg's going to talk about pricing <laughs> uh yes. but emulation yes. all the way that's all i can say <laughs> obviously the i obviously the series does have some very passionate fans however because fans however because i was surprised this game actually has like a uh, i was actually surprised you told me that the game has english patch available for because it's like not every not every Japanese game gets gets translated, obviously, and like you know, like I said before, it's not. This is not a very heavy Japanese Japanese language game, right. so it's like, obviously, obviously, there are some like big fans at the uh, big fans of the game out there, like they're going to go through the time and hassle to, mm-hmm. to do that. So you know, like I said, the translation does help you understand the game more because uh, more, but you don't need to, need it uh, need to be able to. Uh, you know, like you don't need need it uh, present to be able to to be able to just enjoy yeah. the gameplay. So, but um, so I mentioned before that there were that there were two other video games also that all the, uh, the video games also came out they came out based upon the based upon the the anime slightly like Magna. Obviously, uh, being mostly Japanese, these games also Japan only. Um, a year after this came out in 1994. Uh, there was a very similar game that came, uh, um, uh, a very similar game that came up for it, like on the Sega CD. Hmm. So, uh, which was developed by Riot uh, and published by 
like always by Nippon Telnet. Um, that game is also very similar to this game in some ways. It's still it's your typical uh, action uh, side-scoring platformer game. You only get to play Cyborg 009 that once. Like I saw that problem right away, but just saying, okay, you're you're here, <laughs> and that's it. So like one character. Um, the interface is similar. Uh, it the game the game also makes heavy use because it's a Sega CD game uh, of clips from the anime. So it's like you know, like so you watch a few minutes uh, of the anime, all in Japanese, of course. When you play a stage, there's some more anime. Then you play some more. There's some more anime, and so on, and so on. So, uh, because of all of this, the actual length of the game is shorter than the Super NES game. There's probably, um, you know, even with the anime, long plays of this game on YouTube were in about 45 mm -hmm. minutes. So it's a much shorter game because of that. But that's, but that's also very typical, like early, like early like, CD-based yeah. games. You know, they're all, you know, like they're so heavy on like. You know, movie scenes or like anime or or or, or, or uh, the, um, like whatnot. That the actual gameplay can suffer in yeah. case, unfortunately. And this is a, and this is the game itself. The game itself. The game itself like looks fine. Um, you know, I'm sure. You know, it's uh, like I said. Like I said, it's very similar to the Super NES game. It's just like it, it just like unless you know Japanese, however, there's not really any reason to check it out because it never right, right. It. So. Um, then there was curiously, 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 in 2002, um, a game called Simple Character 2000 Series Volume 15 Cyborg 009, the Black. I'm sorry, the Block Arjushi, <laughs> which was published by Bandai. And the, uh, as the name suggests, it is a uh, it is a uh, Arkham style uh, uh, breakout to, to breakout <laughs> game where. There's still there's still a story of the game. There's still like you know cutscenes and whatnot to, and whatnot explaining what's going on, but the actual gameplay is just basically uh, Arkanoid. Yeah. So, uh, very very curious game. It actually you know it looks pretty good for what it is, but um, you know it's, yeah, but you know you like enjoy Arkanoid games and have a way to but you know have a way of playing Japanese PlayStation games. It, it's uh, you know something worth um, you know something. It, um, certainly, my work is you know, certainly my books, my books worth Yeah, I was going to say that definitely sounds like something um, that's worth checking out for sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's but it's very weird that they made a game based upon Cyborg Zero Zero Nine like this. It's like yeah, okay. well. um, <laughs> <laughs> weird application of the law. Yeah, 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 weird. Yeah, weird application of the license is all I can say. I mean, but, I also thought so. that it was weird that like, the newest game is a pachinko machine, but also like it's the Japanese, so it shouldn't have been a surprise. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, not really. So, but um, so anyway, yeah. So uh, Joe mentioned eBay a moment ago. Um, obviously, this game being Japanese only is going to make it a bit harder to find. This actually was this actually this actually is one of the most rare games on eBay I've seen. Um, I've seen. Uh, like in a very very long time, so it's like there are copies of the game available available online. You can't find them if you want to, but your choices your choices of the game are the the your choices of the game like are very yeah. limited. Um, <laughs> because uh, I only found when I do research, I only found when I did research on this game recently. I only located two copies of the game that are currently for sale. One copy recently sold, recently sold, like recently sold, like in the last nine days. Like I said, it's there. Uh, you just, um, but you're just going to have like very much choice and choices are choice as far as it goes. All these copies are from all these copies are um, are based in Japan, so so of course this pricing always includes shipping. So keep that in mind as far as the shipping costs go, because these prices yep. do include the shipping costs. Um, the copy, the, the copy, the copy is currently for sale. Uh, one was one was card only. They're asking ninety dollars for it. One was CIB. They're asking three fifty for it. So kind of gives you an idea of how much 
but how much rarer that the CIB coffee is. Which not yeah, and that one that sold was cartridge only for 55 So... $65, oh, sorry. actually. So, I mean, you yeah. know, um, I think about it this way. Even if you import it or whatever, you're, you're paying full price for a, a Super Famicom game that's 30 years old um, that you right. may or may not end up liking. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Like I said, emulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, this is for, yeah, you know, yeah, this is... Yeah, this is for yeah, yeah, this is for folks who are either like a big fan, like the uh, a big Nintendo superhero, or um, uh, like somebody trying to uh, compile a physical, a physical, a physical like, Super Famicom yeah. collection. So, about, but, but at least the game, yeah. So at least the game is available to find. So it's not like, um, so it's like you know, so it's not like super, super, uh, super no. rare. So you know, that's great at least. So, anyway, yeah. So interesting game to check out. Um, you know, interesting ideas, uh, some very good graphics and music, just like, you know, uh, uh, you know, the actual, you know, the actual gameplay mechanisms in some ways, though, just, like, fell flat. Well, we haven't even talked, talked about this. The stage designs also kind of felt boring to me as well. They, uh, I mean, they weren't very inspired, I don't think. Neither were the enemies. But, you know, it was all just, like, pretty much, like, run-of-the-mill stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, it was so. a lot of, uh, uh, repeat enemies, which was unfortunate. A lot of assets reused. Yep. And, like I said, so. like, the biggest thing for me was, like, water parts of the level just being there because hey we need to use 008 for a reason you know what i mean like it, 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 it other, any other reason like there was no reason for water to be in that level but it, it was there so there's that <laughs> yeah yeah it really did feel like the developers spent most of time and effort trying to make the graphics uh the graphics and music like look and feel like anime as much as possible and the like, gameplay is kind of like secondary consideration yeah. unfortunately but so which is a shame because they're like, just shaming so, like I said before, the actual idea of being able to pick characters and to pick characters and pick characters and play from switch between them during gameplay is like um, yeah. it's very neat. So you know, so I do like that aspect of the game. It just could have been executed better, unfortunately. Yep. I thought. I agree. So, but anyway, anyway, though, very interesting game to check out. So I just, like so like so I did not mind looking at this game uh, for sure. So um, I I'm perfectly okay with this one. Um, play this one uh, that you brought to the table yeah, for us, Joe. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, uh, no cheat codes available with this game for one I could find online. So, and, and, um, so, uh, so like Joe mentioned, like you know, the three continues once they're gone, they're yep. gone. So because there's no password. Uh, I mean, but to be fair, most platformers didn't. But, but to be fair, most platformers didn't have a password system. Password, password system, system like anyway. So, sure. but as I said, the game, the game can be played like under an hour, like if you're good at it. So. Uh, and there, uh, and there, uh, uh, and there are two assisted speedruns on YouTube, which is like 15 minutes. So, <laughs> of course there is. Uh, you know, there's also, <laughs> yeah, so there's also that as well, too. So, but, so, anyway. Uh, I think we've talked about this for as much as we can do here yeah. with this one. So, um, next game we're going to be talking about. Uh, kind of a combination of, like, Joe, Joe Mee's picks, because it's like, it's, because it's like, uh, you know, we still like Joe's pick, uh, Joe's pick for a game. Like I suggested a game that a friend uh, had mentioned, um, had mentioned recently. Um, so uh, he was agreeable to cover it. So, but like so, like so, it's kind of a combination, a combination pick here at this point. We're gonna be, so we're looking at next time, uh, uh, Goof Troop, uh, Capcom. Uh, game, but again a platformer. But you know, uh, at least at least being Capcom, it should be like a much better platformer. Uh, but, I mean, based off the 
you know, Blizzard the Disney the Disney television series the same name. Yep. So uh, should be interesting to check out. So, but uh, anyway, um, you know, and the game also um, and the game also has multiplayer mode. We may have to look into that. The, the, uh, yeah. the time allows also, <laughs> Joe. So, but uh, anyway, so. As always, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, suggestions, feel free to leave them for us on our Facebook page. Or you can also send me an email if you want to at the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. You can find me on my very public Facebook page. Look me up. And also on Twitter at J O E S U X 30. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Always, uh, thanks always for checking out the podcast, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you again next time. Uh, stay safe. Be well. And Bye. later, all. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Doom Pong.